Y'all, I am Tyler Meredith, and welcome to another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy, baby! Let's make some magic! Y'all, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. I um, am super sweaty, uh, as I am, when people I really admire um, and adore uh, agree to guest on this uh, teeny little Disney podcast of mine. Um, today, my guest is truly someone I, every single thing I've seen him on on stage in Chicago has blown my fucking mind. He also, I somehow swindled him into like becoming my Yoda when it comes to auditioning. Um, and I don't know how I managed that, but it's the best move of my entire life. Um, I, I also am really, really grateful to convince him to be my friend. Um, you can catch him on television. You can catch him on stages. He is out in LA now, which makes me sad, but that's okay. Because then when I go to LA, I get to see him. So it's a fucking treat. You know, his wife, Bryce Gangle, who has hung out with us several times, one of our recurring guest star co-hosts. I'm talking about the one and only Will Allen. I'm shook to my core that you're here. I'm shook. I'm shook. I'm shook. Well, I am shook as well. And I am so pumped to be here and so pumped to be talking to you and yes. so pumped to be talking about this movie. Yes. I, I was trying to figure <laughs> out how we, how we like met. And I think, I think it was through, I feel like it was through Bryce? I don't know. I don't know how it happened. It happened organically and wonderfully. Yeah, I I don't think so. I think I knew you separately somehow. Yeah, some... some, We were buddies first, I think. Yes, okay, yes. And then I... But I don't remember how. I don't remember how either. And I've known... I mean, I I realized when I was talking um, with our good friend, Bezad, that I... Like he and I took a Shakespeare class together and it was me and like all of the history boys. It was like everyone <laughs> from definitely that class. not me. Right, right, right. You were not there. I always like to think you were there. Um, but you were not there. I don't know how it happened. I'm grateful it happened. And then you started putting me on tape for auditions and like helped me book literally everything because you're a genius. Well, I think maybe you're just good at stuff too though. <laughs> No, no. I don't think I can take full credit. I think, I think that's just lies. It's just lies. Okay. No, you're probably right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I'm right. I'm right. Um, but yeah, I'm so, oh my God, I'm so excited you're here. Um, and we like to start off the pod by asking the same three questions to all of our guests. Um, one, what is your relationship like? With Disney. I'm so excited to hear your answer. I have no idea. With Disney? Yes, with Disney. Yeah, I know. It's kind of funny. Um, So I'm not like a Disney kid. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And in fact, that is going to bring up something I... Uh, from my research real quick, which is that Rookie of the Year is actually 20th Century Fox film. (gasps) Uh, But Disney acquired 20th Century Fox, and this is one of the properties they acquired. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I'm a huge 20th Century Fox kid, which is like Home Alone, The Sandlot. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah, match, that's match. like my jam. Now, I, I do, I do like a lot of the Disney movies. I like 
all of the Pixar movies, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was, of course, like a big Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast kid. Oh, sure. Um, But there's there's a lot of heavy hitters in the Disney world that I have never seen. Well, that's exciting. There, you know, just yeah. a, a vast world. Well, I guess, I guess, well, yeah, I guess they acquired um, the movie we're talking about today because yeah. they bought 20th Century Fox, right? Is that that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they that. bought them. They bought them just last year. Yes. So yes. It's it's pretty new. Pretty All new right. merger. Grateful because Disney that. doesn't own very much, so they needed to own this. Yeah, you know, they just really <laughs> they're a startup, you know, they're just they're a cute start- mom no. and pop startup, <laughs> yeah, right in a loft, you know, just two little hipsters creating, yeah, some- absolutely. Yeah, they have like a, a common room that's always <laughs> stocked with LaCroix. <laughs> Yeah. Like their thing. Yeah, yeah. They're like, but and then um, like. So yeah, my my Disney <laughs> relationship is definitely. Um, I haven't been to Disney World since I was in the womb. Okay. I went mm-hmm. to Disney. I went to Disneyland for the first time two years ago with oh. Bezod. Oh my god! He had gotten some free tickets from How to Get Away with Murder, and so we just went on a whim one morning, and it was magic it was awesome oh, oh my god i was sold i didn't I, think i'd be sold have you are you okay have you been to universal have you been to harry potter world are you more sold on that than you are on disney no i'm okay. way more sold on disneyland as an experience but keep sure, in mind sure, sure. i've only been to universal studios hollywood which sure. is way smaller Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Very As true. is Disneyland, mm-hmm. but like Universal Studios Hollywood is real realistically only like eight rides for adults. Right. Right. It's teeny. It's very teeny. And the Harry Potter world is very small. Yeah, it's a cute, it's um, a cute moment. But Disneyland, I think, but is I will quite, say mm-hmm. I will say the time I went to Universal and the time I went to Disneyland. I rode in the single rider line every time. Mm-hmm. Like I rode Space Mountain like four <laughs> times in the first half hour I was there. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. I could see it. And I mean, that, hey. that ride, not overrated. That ride is incredible. And I think I could be wrong, but I think at Disneyland, that's where it has more of like a Star Wars. It's Star Wars, right? Did they or no? Maybe that was a special thing they did once. But at, at Disney World, well, Space yeah. Mountain is in the Star Wars section of Disneyland. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's not. They don't not like Star Wars themed. Make it look like Star Wars. Okay. It's still very much the same old ride of just like oh good semi fast okay, roller coaster in the dark with little sparkling lights right which does not sound cool but it's so relaxing it's uh i'm glad it's relaxing to you it incites um so much fear in my heart but um it is something that i enjoy doing um i enjoy it way more than tower of terror like i've like well disneyland tower of terror or and or guardians that's different but like don't put me in a fucking elevator yeah that's oh it's so cool at disneyland okay guardians is so cool though that ride is so cool 
cool. So much cooler. I just don't want to go in a creepy hotel and then like, like, yeah, let me go on an adventure. I don't know. I'm just scared. Opposite. We have opposite instincts. I am all about that creepy hotel. I'm all about a roller coaster in the dark. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I legitimately fine. kept riding it because it. I had a headache and it uh-huh. felt so good to be in there. Wow. It was so cool with the wind blowing and the dark and the stars. Be <laughs> crying and I'll dark. never forget it. I will say this: I've ridden a lot of rides in my life, and I'll never forget space. First time I rode Space Mountain. Wow, that is an endorsement. That is a serious. I think it's the best ride in America. Wow. I mean, I sure. know, and wow. I know that's wow. crazy, and I know it's old, but I think like you're someone who doesn't love thrill rides no yeah but like mm-hmm. you will still go on it 100 and like 100 percent. yeah I, it just feels like it's a ride for everyone where it's not it's not wimpy so that thrill ride people don't like it it's still got enough oomph, mm-hmm. but it's also got that history and it's not scary necessarily it's no. it's a perfect ride it's perfect a classic ride. classic oh yeah. i love that um if you i mean what would your top three Disney movies be? I know you said you weren't a Disney kid. But. Oh, yeah. I mean, now we can't count 20th Century Fox properties in that. I don't think. I don't think that's fair. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 Whatever you. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. I think it's got to be like classic Disney. I'm so, interested. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. Are we counting Pixar? Oh, yes. Pixar and Marvel, I think, are fair oh, okay. at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, duh. I mean, Marvel, no need to include for me, but... Um, <laughs> the T. <tea>. Pixar. <laughs> the tea. They're yeah. probably all three going to be Pixar now. Okay. Um, so, Wally. Oh, so good. Wally is, like, my runaway favorite animated film. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then... Monsters Incorporated uh, yes. uh, is just like an absolute star to me. And mm-hmm. then I probably will go 2D for the third one and say Lion King. Wow. That's a great list. That is a solid, solid list. That's great. That's uh, great. Uh, yes, I know. It's yeah. an incredible <laughs> list. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you could be one Disney character in all of the Disneyverse, that can include Pixar. Um, but not Marvel, clearly. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. Who, would, who would you be? Well, my number one celebrity likeness uh-huh. is that I get from people is Woody from Toy Story. Yes. So I would definitely say I would just want to be Woody. I think it would be a smooth transition. <laughs> um, he's a leader. He's a nice guy. He can be stubborn. He can get sure. jealous. I'm like, I, I feel like I can relate to Woody. A lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and also one time I had that snake in my boots. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that was like a moment. Right. Yeah, that, that right. was a moment. Right. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Checks out. Checks out. Checks out. Um, yeah. yeah totally. a t- a t- you know, just like a Tom Hanks vibe for you. For sure. Actually, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I, I mean, I, I do look just like Woody. You. I've never thought that, and now my mind is blown. What? I mean, you actually, okay. you do. No, I'm agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I would have been like, you know, Will could be like a Remy from Ratatouille, like a, a smart little chef, you know, like I, mean, I love Remy. Right, right. But no, in terms of like actual straight on lookalike appearance, for sure. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I mean, yeah, your affinity for finding snakes in your boots. I mean, you know, it's know. Yeah, uncanny, uncanny resemblance. Well, and there was that time I saved all those people because somebody poisoned the water hole. <laughs> and I was like, guys, don't do that. Somebody poisoned the water hole. And they were like, oh, OK, we won't we won't drink the water then. <laughs> I did you know, this is like, <laughs> let's just spend the next hour you somehow incorporating uh, Woody Ponds into, and or dialogue in, into the conversation. I don't want to talk about the movie. Why not? Let's just Why reach not? for the sky. Oh, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> oh my well, God. that makes sense because you are a sad, strange little man. <laughs> Although that is actually a Buzz Lightyear line. Oh, wow. About Damn. Woody. Damn. Under the car <laughs> outside Pizza Planet. Sad, strange little man. Um, oh, no, they're at the gas I'm so station. Shook. I'm so yeah. shocked. Um, so, okay, great. So, I mean, I'm so excited because y- you wanted to talk about this movie. Um, and I am, I, I, I'm honestly just, I'm thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled. Um, it's a movie about, like, something that is very near and dear to your heart and something that I know nothing about, which, um, is incredibly exciting to me. Um, <laughs> love that. Uh, we love that. We love to see it. Um, when you presented this to me, I, I became very excited, uh, because we also have a mutual, uh, strong, I will say strong dislike of, um, uh, basically like the it's like the second main character in the film um a, you know a certain franchise um of a team um and i i'm just so excited because this is one of the, i mean this is one of the like non the first live actiony you know movies that isn't like bed knobs and broomsticks or like mary poppins or anything like that that i've gotten to do and it's also one yeah that i watched a lot as a kid and haven't watched in like 10 years um oh my gosh this i I, you know i've watched this movie twice during quarantine (laughs) because i love it which is incredible because i hate the previously mentioned franchise Uh uh, baseball Uh franchise more than anything in the world really probably um yet i love this movie despite how they succeed in this movie. Yes, yes. Um, we are talking about the one and the only Rookie of the Year from 1993. I mean, yeah. I mean, just a, a, a gem. My husband had never seen it. I'm so... It was, it was a treat to get to share this with him. It was an experience. Um, it also is, like, really good. I mean, we'll get into that. But yeah, so it's- the first thing I want to say is, like, as a Cub <laughs> hater, I do just want to say that I am not here to hate on the actual Cubs today because I love these Cubs. I <laughs> love this movie. Yes, And yes. this movie has aged very well. I think so, too. I was so surprised. I was like, this is almost... It actually feels like a better movie now than it did when I was a kid. 
Yes. I, I was expecting it to be pretty bad. And I was very shocked at how it's it, it just has held up. It's held up. The acting is great. Um, there it are hijinks. bad reviews, though. I looked Did up the it? reviews. It only got 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> Which is just a total misunderstanding by the critics. I clearly, clearly. I mean, also, I always, anytime anything I love gets a bad review on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm always like, the birdcage got like 54%. And that to me is like oh, one of the bogus, bogus. Yeah, one of the most flawless films of all time. So I'm like, you know, fuck that. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, I am so excited. I also hate the Cubs. I, but I do love these Cubs, the Cubs in the movie. Um, and I should also preface all of this by saying I don't know shit about baseball. Like I, I told Will before we started today that uh, my father, um, he ended, he terminated my contract uh, from my softball team when I was like, you know, eight, maybe nine, because um, he told me I was better at other things, which is so true. Um, and that's just like the nicest, most Southern way that he could say that. Um, but um, so, so I don't know anything. And Will, like you played baseball you played it for a long time right yeah I, I played for about 13 years wow but we wow that's awesome yeah that's awesome played played a lot played them and all the levels up to the end of high school had some college interest but never I never really wanted to go further with it sure I was a little small <laughs> I mean <laughs> well now all I'm picturing is like Woody from Toy Story playing baseball, you know, like that's just the Emmett, like in his hat and his boots, you know. So I hope it was like I that mean, for he, you. He'd probably be good, although his legs are very, very skinny, Ve- so he I might mean, not have a lot of a lot of he, power. He doesn't have knees, you know. They're just seams. So um, yeah, that exactly. is exactly that's question. You know what they say when your knees are seams. You're not going to be Babe Ruth. That's a famous quote. Yeah, that's a baseball quote, right? That's in the... That's that's a baseball quote. That's what they tell you in the dugout. That's a word I know that relates to baseball. There are so many dugouts in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I I have some notes on the dugouts because there's actually only two dugouts uh, used in this movie, and I can tell you where they are um, (gasps) when we get to that. Oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah, we so we when we start off the film, we're at the Cubs Stadium. Um, and then I just wrote somewhere I hate, you know, because I felt like being salty. Um uh and it is true, I do <laughs> hate that stadium. Um can, can I just set um can I just give us some like nineteen ninety-three movie facts real quick so we I can kind of that. put into perspective? I would love Okay, that. so this released in in July of ninety-three. Uh-huh. While Jurassic Park was still in theaters. <gasps> so you're up against a, a huge movie that made 940 something million worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, this is really interesting. This movie came out only three months after The Sandlot. Really? Wow, yeah, from so the you have same these, studios? The, the two, yeah, so it's like the two most iconic kid baseball movies. Um, mm-hmm. coming out within three months of each other in the same summer. Um, and I mean, if you, if you made me choose, I would always choose the Sandlot, but, same. Same. Um, mm-hmm. but this is, you know, I was really surprised. So last mm-hmm. night I asked my wife and I asked Bezad what they thought the budget was uh-huh. and how much they thought it grossed. Uh-huh. They both thought the budget was around 10 million. 
Uh-huh. And Bezod said it grossed he he guessed 17 million and Bryce guessed 3 million. Uh-huh. The actual numbers are this had a budget of 31 million dollars. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And it made 56.5 million. Wow. So it's it's not a hit. But it no. is not a flop at all. Not a flop. Not a flop. Yeah. I mean, they're not making wow. money off of it, but it didn't bomb. Um, wow, 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 wow. It's, it's, right. it's pretty much all filmed in Chicago, which is super cool. Um, I love that. They filmed at Wrigley. Yes. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, so cool. They, they, even, they even filmed in between games during real double headers. So that they could have full crowds. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff and I were wondering how they did that. I was like, they had to have done this like at a game or something. They did indeed. Wow. That is so cool. And so the Wrigley stuff is obviously all filmed at Wrigley. And then they only play one road game during the movie against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh And that... Uh That game is shot at Comiskey Park, where the White Sox used to play. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, you know all the things. That's so cool. Pretty that wild. Been, Isn't that it crazy? Is. It was That's the last so cool. year of Comiskey, I think. I think Comiskey wow. was destroyed after that. Wow. That is Yeah, wild. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. cool. And then the uh, Little League games were filmed in Westmont, Illinois, <gasps> uh, which is Probably like 30 minutes, 25-minute drive outside of the city. I was wondering. Yeah, I was like, I wonder which well, like which suburb they ended up in. Um, yeah, it's, it's – right. I, I love that it starts off, and it just looks like the most 90s Chicago shit I've ever seen. Like, it's just yes. – you know, like, <laughs> everything's a little gray. Wrigley it looks like shit because, you know, it isn't 2020 and – It like, was a dump. Yeah. Right, it was a fucking dump. Um, and I love that we are seeing like fans and seats, and it's like kind of documentary style, and it's opening day, um, and people are just like buying some overpriced merch. We love to see it. Like it's it's. You Although know, I will say, when yes. they are stocking the hats for sale, yes. those hats say ten dollars. Well, I guess it was nineteen ninety three. Thirty four ninety nine. I know. Well, maybe ten dollars and ninety three was a lot for a hat. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it probably was. Yeah. Right. But like, come on, man. Right. Hats are too much now. They are these days. These hats too much. It's true. Too much. Too much. Too much. Um, um, yes. And so, oh, I also love that they they give us. Um, they like some credits. They give us some of the actors' names, and but then they don't. I didn't see this actor's name listed, and I so I was very surprised to see John Candy as the announcer for the Cubs. I was very excited, very surprised. Well, you know, it's he's not credited, yes. which is really interesting. Yes, yes, at all. Um, despite having one of the largest roles. (laughs) That's so interesting. Um, And I read that it's because he was not originally cast in the film. Oh. And I I believe that those announcer booth moments were not originally in the script. Oh, interesting. Okay, that makes sense. I think they were filled in to help 
explain the story and where it is, where they are in the games and in the season and in the process, sure. which is, which the timeline of this movie is so wonky. Oh, great. Um, of course. I was like, yeah. Way off. Okay, um, great. <laughs> great. Good to know. <laughs> but yeah, Candy is uncredited. Um, wow, wow. But another crazy fact, since we're talking about the credits, mm-hmm. this is the only movie Daniel Stern ever directed. Oh, yes. Yes. I, I read that as well. Also, I love that Daniel Stern is in this film like just doing full physical bits, you know, it's like it's Daniel what he Stern does. is an is a national treasure. He really is. He he is an exceptional comedic performer. Yes, he, he would is. do stuff that other people would not do in film with their bodies and with their characters. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. He is, and I've also heard he is a wonderful guy. Oh, good. Oh, I've, good. I've heard, like, nothing but incredible things. I hope somehow Daniel Stern hears this. I know. Because <laughs> he's my amazing. whole life I've heard nothing but love. He's in my, my, he's in my all-time favorite movie, Home Alone. Um <laughs> And he is, he's amazing in this movie too. And he directed it. And I will say for first time director with a $31 million budget, he does a great job. He slays. He's great. He's great. Um, And we're, so we find out that the Cubs at this particular game, they're playing the Giants and we cut to uh, meeting Henry and his friends, AKA Thomas Ian Nicholson. Did I, uh, Nicholson is his last name. Uh, Nicholas. 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 Right. 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 AKA. AKA, Oh, okay. And uh, to be clear, I have not, I have seen American Pie. I actually don't think I've seen American Pie, which uh, was very upsetting to my husband. And I was like, sorry about it. Um, but um, he, but apparently he's in that. So, <laughs> like, and yeah, he's, he's in the American Pies. He's the kid in King Arthur's Court. Oh, one of my personal faves. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. He's, he's a very good actor. He's wonderful. And there, and I love he was him. a stellar child actor. Oh, terrific he is so fucking good in this so funny um and he and his friends are pushing this like baby pram um running like running through the streets (laughs) i was like is this belmont you know like what the fuck like they're just like running down belmont with this baby pram and they run into henry's mom aka like everyone bow down amy morton who is so fucking beautiful and amazing she is so hot in this movie it is so hot (laughs) it is crazy how hot she is every time i watch this movie um i think amy morton's hotter every time yes yeah my husband was uh like he was like i just like can't speak right now and i was like i know she's so fucking hot and like i know i know amy now a little bit and she's Uh still a beautiful person and she's she's always been very nice to me Mm -hmm. but i do have to tell you when i first met her And, and I brought up this movie <laughs> and I met her. She, she came downstairs after good people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was downstairs at Steppenwolf and Amy Morton is down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's me. I'm standing there with Marianne Mayberry and uh, our, our stage manager. And I was like, Amy, I'm so sorry. I have to do this, but. I love you and Rookie of the Year. It's one of my favorite movies. I think you're incredible in it. 
And her response was, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <gasps> That's all she said was, okay. And wow. I died inside. Yeah. I was devastated. Yeah, I would have um, been too. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Ever since then, she has been only 100% lovely to me. Um, oh, good. And has just been a really pleasant person to talk to and be around. So uh, despite that, that bad fan gushing session I had. Um, sure, sure, sure. Uh-huh. I feel like we're cool again. But yeah, she is, she is, she is so hot in this movie. She's, so She's also so good in this movie. So good. She's in a role incredible. where no one has any business being that good. No, yeah, this, like, this could have been the least interesting thing ever and in yeah. her Amy Morton way because she would breathe and it would be interesting. Like she infuses so much honesty into this dialogue that like, you know, would be fucking hard to make seem natural. And she does it with fucking ease. Yeah. Oh, she's so terrific. Um, she's yeah, amazing. She, and when we she, first meet her, though, this is mm-hmm. interesting. Uh-huh. So so they're they're going down the street with the baby carriage. Right. The one guy says, hey, what's in the baby carriage? And they say, a baby. And nobody cares. Right, nobody cares. And then uh, they run into Amy Morton. Mm-hmm. And she says, hi, George, which is Henry's best friend, one of his best friends. Uh-huh. And then she says, she says, hi, Clark, like that. Oh. And I oh. was like, wait a second. What is going on there? Because we know Amy Morton is one of our great stage actors. Right. I think she decided that she, that her character knows that Clark has a crush on her. Oh, my God. Of course she did, because she creates fucking details and story where she is given nothing. Oh, my God. I mean, at God. first I was like, wait a second, is is. Is Miss Clark? But that's not the case. And then when they walk away, Clark is like, Your mom's so cool. And I was like, wow. Oh my God. Look, she nailed wow. it. She nailed wow. it. Wow. Oh my God. She's amazing. That. She is. Yeah. And like, um, they're they're on their way uh, to their own baseball game. This okay, this would be called baseball. Oh. Is this little leagues? What is it called? This like, is Little League. He's 12. Okay, He's so 12. Okay, is, Little League. This is okay. last year of Little League. Okay. And I okay. just got to say, Henry plays in jeans. And <laughs> when I was a little kid growing up in Kentucky playing baseball every single day, mm-hmm. you always hated the kid who played in jeans. <gasps> really? Oh, I love that tea. Okay, okay, okay. Because you knew he sucked. Oh, bless. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't like a money thing. Because, like, you would have kids playing sweatpants and stuff. And no one... You, you always trusted those kids to be good. But, uh-huh. like... The jeans. The jeans. No go. <laughs> oh, man. It's a oh bad sign. Oh, my God. That's and hilarious. He is legitimately the worst baseball player I um, think I've ever seen. I mean, like, I know in my heart that I was fucking 
wretched at softball, but I also know in my heart I would, and I'll get to that, but I'd be able to like understand that my hat was over my eyes and I would fucking (laughs) take it off my eyes. Okay. Like, you know, I was like, okay, Henry, like, um, yeah, we like at this game, um, that he ends up getting put into the game and then he starts like, like hyping. He is everyone's hype man. Like he starts Matt talking. He is fucking getting everyone hyped the fuck up. Um, With his classic line, give him the high stinky cheddar. I mean, um, I mean. Which he brings back many times. And I've, yes. I've, I mean, I guess I've heard throughout my years playing, like, give him the cheese. But uh-huh. I don't think I have. <laughs> no, I was like, and, why? But what? Yeah, I don't understand oh. what that means. So he's, he starts doing his thing. And then the like, the like cool kid who's pitching just mm-hmm. says, would you shut up? Yeah. <laughs> and this is something this film does the whole time, which is yes. act like you can just hear each other at regular volume from 400 feet away. Right, right. <laughs> like you see it later in the movie all the time. Like someone will say something in the dugout and the pitcher will look over and be like, Meh. and you're right. like, no, there's 45,000 screaming people here. You didn't yes. just hear what they said. Right. <laughs> so like, of course the pitcher can hear Henry be like, mm-hmm. give him the high stinky cheddar. Cause he's screaming it. Right. But then he just turns to him and just says, would you shut up? So, right. And it hits Henry so hard that he feels bad. I'm like, there's no way he heard what he said. Right. <laughs> That's beside the point. It's beside the Great. point. No, but true, true. Because when the the ball gets hit and Henry is, he's fucking going for it. He falls Ugh. onto the fence and then his hat falls over his eyes. And then he throws the ball over the fucking fence in the opposite direction of the game, which is just. I mean, it is the worst play in baseball history. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is the worst play. I played for so many years. I've seen so many bad plays, and I've never seen someone do that. It's pretty bad, you know. Um, it's a. Uh, it's just. It's like if someone was. I can only equate anything to horseback riding, so it was like the only sport I did. But like, it's like if someone was just like, I will take this horse backwards, uh, stepping backwards uh, over a jump, and then ride the horse backwards. It's like it. It truly. It's just humiliating. It's humiliating. But like that's amazing. So I, that would be skillful. This is also right. not bad. Right. Okay. <laughs> As you said You're before, right. he, the, the, he hits the fence, his hat goes over his eyes, and he never thinks, lift up my hat so he I can never find his th- ball. He, does he think he's, like, lost his vision? Like, is he concerned for his I health or his safety? Must. And then he throws it over the fence. I just, which, I just. Which they act like ends the game yeah, and is they a home do. run. But that's actually just a ground rule double. Oh, okay. So okay. That batter okay. doesn't score on that play. I mean, is it a mistake? Yes, but it's mm-hmm. definitely not a home run. Right. Okay. Good. I just thought, well, maybe they called the game. You know, they were like, that was too embarrassing. Let's all that go was home. So bad. <laughs> that yeah. Was, <laughs> that was so bad. Let's all go home. Also, can we give a shout out to Windermere, oh. the uh, <laughs> uh, right fielder with allergies? Yes. <laughs> 
and the coach who seems to have no empathy whatsoever for no. the kid he's put in the outfield who is going to die from an allergy attack. Like he has severe asthma. He's like, don't you tell me anything about your asthma. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. And I, the, the, I believe the line is, and I don't want to hear about no asthma neither. <laughs> uh, 100%. That's what that line is. <laughs> That coach sucks. He sucks. He's the worst. He sucks. Um, and we, after the game, we are at home with Henry and his mom. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I love, I love that when he says, like, you know, he's feeling discouraged. Like, she doesn't tell him he should do something else. I love that she just says, like, oh, well, maybe you should be a pitcher. Like, she does, she just gives him, like, another option within what he's already doing because he likes yeah. it, which I think is honestly, like, really lovely that she's not like, well, yeah, you gotta oh, start. it's super you know. sweet. Yeah. 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 Their, their relationship is incredible. It really I is. I love their relationship, and it's- I credit – I credit all of that to those two actors. Absolutely. They're wonderful together. They have wonderful together. Yeah. They have great chemistry. Um, and, and I love in the basement, we see Henry, he's, uh, pitching the detergent. I called it a pod because I don't know what it was in 1993. Um, (laughs) like a disc, uh, into the urinal cake. That's exactly. He's pitching a urinal cake into the washing machine. And, um, and, uh, I, I love, that bit and meanwhile his but did you notice that that bit is totally wrong no oh no so so he goes to pitch (laughs) and he says full count which means three balls and two strikes okay he throws the urinal disc into the washing machine okay and he goes strike one Oh, wow. You got the I mean, it makes so little sense Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. like, I can't believe it made it in the film. How do you not just reshoot that and have him say strike three? Unless he's so bad at baseball that we are to believe he doesn't even know what a full count is. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's Which it. Which is po- it's possible, and it makes his journey to Major League stardom even more impressive. Yes, it does. Um, and he, he finds out that his mom is going out, quote-unquote, again. Um, and, and we meet Jack, her boyfriend, who fucking sucks he is like the quintessential he's the worst he's the worst he's like that 1993 boyfriend of the mom in the movie who just fucking eats shit like he is the worst i hate jack and he brings he brings amy morton a necklace and like it's essentially trying to make out in front of henry on like the three week anniversary disgusting anyone who wants to Which celebrate of course you know is a bad sign a hundred yeah. exactly like if you're trying to celebrate is like celebrate a three-week anniversary with me like i should know you're a sociopath and you're gonna try and sell my kid to the yankees like i gotta get the fuck out now you know like oh my gosh yeah, and we, we'll talk about the oh, yankees we'll talk. oh yeah it just makes no sense <laughs> oh whatsoever but oh. uh, we also need to point out that jack's last name is bradfield the names in this movie are phenomenal Yes, yes, they are. Ooh, Jack The writer of this movie, I don't even know who wrote this movie. Same. But, like, the the writers of this movie, maybe their greatest work is naming. 
It was yes. Jack Bradfield, Henry uh, Rowan Gardner, Chet Stedman. Chet Stedman. The Cubs is, manager is Sal Martinella. Oh, my like, God. These names, they're, they're great. just incredible. Becky I, Fraker is I, the Be- hot girl. <laughs> Which we'll get to. We'll get to. We'll get to. Yes. These names, incredible. These names, they are. They're so great. And Henry just like watches them get in his like small red sports car. I'm like so fucking gross. It's like Miata. Um, Yeah, his exactly what I was gonna say. It's like a Mazda. Fuck that. And um, in the next day, oh man, they they knew when they were making Jack. They were like, we're gonna make the worst white man possible. Oh yeah, and they did. They did. And the fact that his last name includes the name Chad or Brad like you know he's a piece of shit like you know it's just like yeah oh such a Brad um and uh, when Henry's at school the next day he's staring at Becky Fraker um and I love the conversation between these (laughs) boys are is maybe my favorite dialogue yes yes and Edith which is Clark's girlfriend the unsung hero of this film she really is is she's she gets no credit at all um, she gets no credit she's friends with them from the start right becky comes in later she sets all that shit up like she's the match she is the yenta like we owe her things um yeah. and i i love i love that henry's like oh she's not that hot and his friend is like no <laughs> she's stacked like i'm like she's stacked. <laughs> and then he points to his chest but only and probably correctly, since she's 12, uh, only like an inch off his chest. Yes. And yes. And then says milk does do a body good. And I was like, I'm fucking done. This is so good. This is so good. And then good. Edith tells Henry that she mm-hmm. heard from a third party that <laughs> Becky Fraker doesn't think he's very ugly. Yes, the, <laughs> the best compliment in the world. What a what? compliment. Right. Hey, I heard from, no, not my friend, the friend of the friend of the friend. <laughs> You're not that ugly. Hold on. You uh, are ugly. Wait. You're just not that ugly. Uh, sign me up. Which is Becky right. Fraker's only standard. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember as a little kid, Thinking Becky Fraker was so hot. Of course. And in my head, she was like 19. Uh And then you watch this movie and you're like, oh, my God, she is a 12 year old child. Yes. Um, Yes. But I mean, when you're a little kid, 12 year olds think 12 year olds are hot. So I guess it's whatever. Right. Um, Yeah, we journeyed. But it was definitely funny watching it now being like, oh, man, I used to be so into Becky Fraker. Oh, yeah, Yeah. because I was 10 years old. Right, right, right. Yeah, we, after this, Disney Plus suggested we watch uh, Tom and Huck, which obviously we did. Um, Great film. And great film. Um, And Rachel Lee Cook is the hot girl on that. And um, wow. and I was like, oh, she has to be like 18 years old. And I was like, no, she is 14. But when I was young, same. I thought she was like 20 years old. Yeah, nope. there's something nope. about like when I was a kid watching this movie because it came out in 93, Becky Fraker was like the hot older woman. <laughs> right, right, And like right. Amy Morton was 150. I was going to say and how now, old was Amy. <laughs> right, and now, that I'm grown up, I'm like, oh my god, I'm. I find Amy Morton to be uncomfortably hot in this movie, 
and Becky Fraker looks like she's seven years old. Yes. I mean, literally seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she's great. She's so good. She actually she's not is really as good, good as her best friend. Her best, no, her friend, best friend is actually amazing in this movie. Yeah, she's great. She, I was like, you have skill. Like, you are we a We gotta find actor. out who that is and see what else she's done. Because yes. she was really good at... She was amazing as a kid. Yeah, I, I know. I... I and I feel like they're great together too. Like she just is like super, super easy. She's not trying at all. Like yep. I'm like, who is this girl? Um, and when they they are on the playground, uh, the baseball players are giving Henry a really bad time because of the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, he goes to catch, <laughs> he goes to catch the ball um, that one of them hits. And oh my god, as I love this montage of everyone reacting. Acting to this and how horrifying it's it is. Amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Becky Fraker stays. First off, first mm-hmm. off, I gotta say one yes, thing please. I love about this movie, with the exception of only a couple times later, whenever someone hits a ball, mm-hmm. it does not at all go in the direction that they then pretend it is going. Really? Like when he says, "Hey, Rowan Gardner, catch!" and he mm-hmm. hits it, he creams that ball to left. And Rowan Gardner is all the way in what would be right field. And he oh. takes off over this ball. He also crushes the crap out of that ball. He hits that ball at like eight miles an hour. There's no way Henry ever has a chance. <laughs> but that's all right. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you know that. Also, cause... I just love, I love how like the hot bully kid, they're yeah. walking outside and the hot bully kid goes, hey, Rowan Gardner. And Rowan Gardner, Henry turns around as if this could possibly be good. Right. To which right. The, the, the cool kid says, nice game yesterday. And Henry's right. defeated. I know. Poor guy. Why would that guy say anything to you that isn't mean? No, you, you're you got, the worst baseball player ever. Right. You got to prep yourself for that. And, um, and yeah. he, yes. So everyone sees this horrible thing happen. Um, he goes to catch the ball, slips on another ball. And he, I mean, essentially like severely shatters like his seemingly like shoulder, um, l- elbow like his entire arm and essentially like his collarbone like shit is fucked up like he is fucked up Um, which is really amazing considering we watched that fall in slow-mo and it looks quite pleasant it looks like just like a bump you know just a little bump he like falls on the soft grass and like his arm doesn't bend in any weird way no and and he hits the meaty part how fast can Henry even run like right right he's no no he's I don't no, buy it. It's the only flaw in the movie. Sure, I agree. I agree. Um, and he uh, he then, like, I, I love that we get this great montage. Or he gets his arm put in the cast. And I love that his cast causes him to constantly be raising his hand in all situations. Um, <laughs> and so, like, in school, he's raising his hand all the time. They roll down the window and let his arm stick out like that the entire time for yep. some reason. Um, Definitely yeah. not safe. No, not safe at all or warm, you know. Because, um, again, I was like, what season? What fucking season are we in um right oh my gosh yeah this is i mean we're (laughs) we're getting into our timeline issues here which are just some discrepancies we have (laughs) there are some discrepancies 
Um, yeah. Big and time. and so we like see this great montage of somehow four months essentially passing, apparently. And um, because they said August, and he was like, That's like four months. Um, and um they th- he gets to go to the doctor's appointment to get the cast taken off with his friends get to come. I was like, that's a thing. I didn't know that was ever a thing. Um, and, <laughs> and, um, and when the doctor is like asking him to rotate, like, you know, certain parts of his arm, whatever we get my favorite, the part that truly makes oh, me the best line it. in the whole movie, the best, please, <laughs> please go. <laughs> Absolutely. The best line. Well, first off, do you know who that doctor is? no, that is Chicago stage legend Robbie Lehman. <gasps> no way. One no of, way. One of only a few Chicago actors in this movie. Wow. And he, he is the doctor. He is funky butt loving. Funky butt loving. Oh my God. So good. That's amazing. amazing. I think Becky Fraker is also from Chicago. I cannot find her friend on IMDb just for your reference. Um, wow. Like, thanks. Yeah. She's, I bet she's somewhere in there. I just, ha- I'll have to do a deeper dive. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, funky butt loving. I, when he then like, he's like, oh, it seems like your tendons have fused. Um, and he goes to like rotate his arm forward and breaks his nose by slapping his nose so hard. I don't, I mean, th- that will never not be funny to me as an adult. It was so funny to me as a child. I think it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, Layman takes a small guest role and just crushes it. He really does. Like, you can, you can see that audition. Yes. You can oh, see 100. him get a hit in the face. Mm-hmm. And then see him say funky butt loving, which he probably made up. Yeah, funky and, <laughs> and then holding his nose and doing the, well, it seems the tendons have healed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but mm-hmm. the actual best line is George repeating funky butt loving yes, when he right. turns to Clark and goes, did he just say funky butt loving? So good. So good. <laughs> Incredible. So good. Incredible. Um, and his mom, Henry's mom has gifted them with Cubs tickets to celebrate. So amazing. And I love Which that they like, act like is gold when in reality, the Cubs are so bad. Then those tickets probably would have been oh, like a dollar 50. I remember when I moved here in, t- in like 2008, I literally could get Cubs tickets for like $12. Like I'm, yeah. Or less, it's like, yeah. Or less, Way less yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> for 50 cents, kids. Um, and uh, they take the L to Wrigley. I love this like, this like Chicago montage, like taking the L. So great, so fun. Um, the L to a Cubs game, which is the worst experience a Chicagoan can have. Nothing. And yet, when they show it in the movie, it's super nice. Lots it's, of room. You can open the window on the train. Who the fuck knew? Didn't know that. There's yeah. no 55-year-olds from Hinsdale who are already plastered before they even get there. Yeah, or, like, any, like, Purdue, like, freshman students who, like, try and sit in your lap what, because they're so drunk. You know, it's, like, none of that. Yes. Like, no, no one's peed on the train car yet. Um, You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, truly 
literally nothing is worse than it being five o'clock and having to get from downtown on the red line, realizing that it is a Cubs game. It's the worst. And I, I could cry every time. It's nothing is more upsetting. It's so sad. Yeah. It's a nightmare. And they make it look so pleasant. Oh, yeah, they but do. But I guess in fairness, they do show a game that has virtually no fans attending. Very true. Very so true. So that, that mm-hmm. does actually kind of track. It's just yeah. not like our experience. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's not our shared experience. Um, yeah. And, uh, and we see Stedman at Wrigley, a.k.a. the unbelievable Gary Busey. Like I who is also amazing in this movie. He honestly, okay, my only reference point that like aside from this movie was Gary Busey being on that reality show on VH1. I can't remember the name yeah. or like E. It was super embarrassing. It made me Wasn't really it sad. called like I'm with Busey or something. Yes, yeah, something like that. And it was like him yeah. and his wife. Maybe it was really sad. And and he, I like. I remember loving him in this movie, and I still do. His fucking mustache alone gives a performance of a lifetime. Like, Which is fake. Did you know shut that? Up. Shut the fuck up. No way. That mustache is fake. He no. was clean shaven during filming. That, that is not a real a mustache. Bitch. That is a good false mustache. That's one of the best. Yeah, I've ever this seen. is a shout out right here to hair and makeup for that <laughs> mustache because that mustache. <laughs> I read that last night that it was fake, and wow. I was floored. Wow, it's it one is of my some favorite of the best the mustache film. acting. <laughs> I mean, there's great mustache acting in this whole movie because the is. Dodgers pitcher Tregorov. Oh my god! He, yes, he has incredible, and we'll get to him because mm-hmm. he's the I think the only the only actual pro player with lines in the wow. movie. Wow. Okay. Good to know. Oh, um, so but yeah. yeah so know. anyway, we got Chet, we got Chet yes. on the mound. He appears Chet. to be throwing about 30 miles an hour, which is, is slow, which is about 60 miles an hour slower than what he would actually be throwing. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Especially to know. with his nickname being the rocket, which is Roger sure. Clemens's actual nickname in real oh. major league baseball. Oh, and I Clemens was at the height of his career. So they just stole that, which is kind of weird. That is kind um, of weird. Yeah, that's kind yeah, of Yeah, like there's lots of nicknames and they chose the like most famous one that was actually happening at the time. Weird. Um, but yeah, you okay. see is yeah. amazing in this movie, but clearly has never played baseball. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That checked out for me. Uh, I don't know a lot again about it, but it, that seems right. Um, the baseball and- playing in this movie is just atrocious. It is like some of the worst you will ever see on film. It's probably akin to like me and maybe even Bryce watching center stage and like seeing, well, there are a ton of like very gifted professional ballet dancers in that film. But like also then there is some of just like the worst fake dance acting I've ever seen in my life. It's it's hard to watch. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Um, That's what this movie is for baseball. But they're so bad. It's it's fun. Right, right. <laughs> um, and we meet, um, someone is telling um, Dan, it's Dan Hadella, Hadela, Hadela, Hadela. Um, the, um, the owner, he's, t- um, I, o- I feel like I, I always get that actor's name confused with someone else. And I even wrote it down and I can't read my writing right now. Um, the owner who is the, the older guy. 
um uh not 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 bob but um oh, it's yes uh fish mr fish. fish mr fish yes dan wow. hadella i i believe who was in fucking everything adam's family values yeah. like oh, oh my he's god in everything. he's in everything he's so but, good you know mr carson the owner uh-huh who is such a great actor he's amazing and he do you remember he is the toy store owner in Home Alone 2? Um, why, yes, I do. Yes. Lost in New York. My yeah. favorite home. That's my favorite Home Alone is Lost in New York. Okay, it's, well, that's that's okay. not right. But, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Well, it's been yeah. great. Thank you for having me on your podcast. This yeah, has been thanks great. For, this thanks for coming. We'll never yeah. do this again. <laughs> um, but he's great. such a lovely actor. I, I just have so much love for how 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 hard people worked in this sort of silly movie. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Cause this movie could have been absolutely dreadful. It and really I think it been. is, I think it's really charming. And I, I credit so the too. actors and Mr. Stern, who yes. probably directs actors really well. I wish we would see him direct again. I know. I know. Um, yeah. And so we learn, um, fish learns that basically they will have to sell out, um, every single, game for the rest of the yeah. season or they're going to have to forfeit the franchise. Like, is that realistic? Is that like a realistic thing that could happen or not? Nah? I don't know. Um, I, forfeit the franchises. I just, that seems I extreme. don't even know what that means. Sure. Um, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that they're, they were in a financial pinch as the, the Cubs definitely were before the, uh, the racist rickets took over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the rickets are the worst. Modern day Cubs, the, the worst, worst, the worst. The rickets Ma- suck. Come suck. at me. Come right. at me. <laughs> but um, these Cubs, we love these 1993 fake Cubs. We love them. <laughs> yeah. I love them. I love them. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a diverse crew. Yes. They had a black manager. Yes. Um, which for 1993, there had been black managers, but like pretty progressive for this yeah. movie to do it. Yeah. And also Sal Martinella, the guy who plays the manager, mm-hmm. I believe he is the boat driver in Apocalypse Now <gasps> when he's like very young. Wow. Oh, I love that tip. I'm That's relatively awesome. certain. I, I just watched Apocalypse Now and I was like, who is that guy? Oh my God, I think it's Sal Martinella from the Cubs. Wow, wow, we wow. Oh, I love and that. And again, another another stellar performance. Stellar. He's so great. So great. He's um, he's awesome. He's such a good actor. Yes. And the boys, uh, Henry and his friends are in the stands. They uh, they're cheering for Rocket Um, and the boys, they get they get the ball and they have to, quote unquote, you know, they have to throw it back. I just wanted to repeat that the way they said it. Um, And and that's a real tradition, though. That's real. Is it? Okay, good. Okay, good to know. If the away team hits a home run, you throw it back. I've thrown I've thrown a ball back at Wrigley. All right. All right. All right. That's so cool. Yeah, Not with the success of Henry Rowan Gardner. But sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Um, and um, and so then and I love that none of his like his friends don't want to do it. They keep passing it on because they realize it's going to be on TV. Um, and so, yeah, then, George, George goes, I'm not throwing this. This game is on cable. Right. On cable. Yes. Like, what? 
it's like a 15 foot throw to get it right. back on the field. Come on, right. George. Yeah. You don't have to hit like home play. Like, I don't know. You're fine. Like no one's going to be judging you. He's very concerned. <laughs> like he doesn't want his image tarnished. Yeah. Um, well, and, George is George is irrational through much of this film. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. leads from a place of irrationality. Um, and yeah, Clark and, Clark leads with logic, and George leads with passion. Yeah, but it's it, almost always misguided. Yeah, it's a very like Crab and Goyle situation. Like it's yes. um, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so Henry throws it. Uh, and he throws it straight to home plate, correct? From where he is? Correct. Okay, which I'm yeah. guessing would be insane, like, if he did that, because everyone flips the fuck out. Everyone's like, who's if the I If I threw from home plate at Wrigley, mm-hmm. there's a chance I could throw the ball from home plate over the left field wall in the shortest location. Okay, he, okay. He throws it from what John Candy says is 435 feet. Holy shit. At about 100 miles an hour. So that's insane. That's insane. Insanity. I would consider it the greatest throw, fiction or nonfiction, in the history of all sports. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Just keep in mind, the catcher does not move his glove. It just goes in it. Wow, that's right. Okay. okay. And then he I tries mean, to tag the guy at home, which, by the way, would not have counted even if he tagged him. Okay. Yeah, that seems suspect to me. I was like, I don't know anything. Home but runs I don't a think home that... run. Right. Yeah. Okay. 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 That makes sense. Um, and uh, so then everyone, yeah, everyone's trying to figure out um, who threw the ball. Um, and and they we then we cut to Henry. He's in his backyard um, and he's just, you know, just like practicing. Um, and and like, meanwhile, OK, this is like when shit this timeline, as you said, is so insane. It's like he Jack somehow has an in at the Cubs. He sets up a tryout for the Cubs. Also, is it called a tryout? <laughs> is it called a tryout like cheerleading tryouts? I was like, well, is that the so, word? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, you can call it that. Okay. Um, okay. Is that a thing? But, okay. So let me talk about this timeline. Okay. Okay. Yes, so, please. so we we see opening day, Cubs versus Giants at the beginning of the movie. Correct. Um, it's the home opener. So let's say April 4th. Okay. So then we know that Henry doesn't get his cast off until... Uh, April to May, May to June, June to July, July to August, August 4th. Right, right. At the mm-hmm. earliest, August 4th. Right. So at that point, there's less than two months of regular season baseball left. Uh-huh. He then mm-hmm. has to go to the game. He has to get discovered. He has to have this tryout, which they're willing to do in August. Right. When it's... I. Pretty sure not legal to sign anyone. Well, yeah, and I mean, isn't the, the like the like the main season? Like, how much left do you have? Like, like why would you, you have sign less someone? than two months? Right. And, and let's say by the time he joins the Cubs, and I'm mm-hmm. being conservative with this paperwork and all this stuff. Okay. Let's okay. say it is August thirtieth. Mm-hmm. August thirtieth, he suits up for the first time. Uh-huh. So. With a month left, 
John Candy says that the Cubs have not won two games in a row all season, which means best case scenario, they are exactly 500. They have, they've like won 60 games and lost 60 games, which would put them way out of this playoff race because chances are they're so bad early on that they just have like a mind blowing losing record right now. Sure, 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 sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yet somehow, and this is a spoiler, <laughs> they end up winning the division. Oh, um, my God. Oh because my God. of one player. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it just, it, yeah, none of that makes any sense. But, you know, suspension of disbelief. Sure, sure. I mean, but that, thank you for putting that timeline in perspective because it seemed very unrealistic to me, and I'm glad to know I was correct that that was insane. Oh, yeah. You know, none of it's right. None of no, it's no, right. No, no, no. But, no, 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 no. You know, whatever. Right, right. Yeah, we're still on the ride. Um, and the the next day, yeah, like Jack has set up this tryout with the Cubs manager. Um, and Fish then casually convinces Jack to be Henry's manager. Um, and <laughs> yeah. he and he gets the job as a pitcher because that's how easy it is, you know. And he's twelve. He's also twelve. I just want to keep reminding everyone that he is twelve years old. <laughs> Well, they old. do need a publicity stunt. They do. Could they actually sign a twelve-year-old? Is <laughs> that's what um, I want to know? Is that a thing? Could that you know I mean, could it I, happen? I bet you could. I bet okay. you could. Okay. With the parents okay. agreeing. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. Not many twelve-year-olds throw a hundred and one miles an hour. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just gonna say for the sake of our belief. Yes, they okay. could sign a 12-year-old. Great, great, great. I love that. I love that. That's great. Uh, that's all. Yeah, I just wanted to confirm that. Um, and I was like, is there like a labor union? And I was like, Tyler, don't pull There the probably thread. is. You right. probably have right. to be at least 16. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, let's just get on board. We're going to enjoy it. Um, yeah. And they go to this. They go to the press conference that's like overlooking the like honeycomb buildings on the Chicago River. <laughs> and, and of course, I just like nerd out on all the Chicago scenery. Like, I love it so much as any good Chicago one does. Yeah. Um, and the press conference is wild. Like, everyone is shook. That's a lot. It is a lot. Like, everyone is flipping the fuck I mean, out. It is a lot. It, it seems like nothing but a stunt which they do bring up yeah yeah they're like is it a stunt and they're like if you want to see him throw a ball come to tomorrow's game like all right okay like yeah my only issue with this is that they would have already seen him throw that ball from the bleachers right right because it's not like they know that this kid can throw 435 feet at 100 miles an hour right that's very true that's very true Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're they're like, uh, let's see you pitch. The reporter brings a ball to this room that is encased in glass right. and tells this kid who we know throws a hundred miles an hour to throw it. And right. Mr. Fish stops him and says, Come out to Wrigley. Right. Like wh- what was anyone thinking? No one was thinking, I think is the point of that. Yeah. Um and the next day, uh he's uh, Henry and his friends are at Wrigley and his mom. Um, they're going into the player's entrance. And I love that we get this Wizard of Oz reference of like, 
Oh my God, it's so great. Like of, you know, like the keeper of the gate, like letting him in. Um, Love and it's, it. Oh, it's so good. His friends can't come with them. Um, and it then, also like, has one of my favorite lines in the movie when uh-huh. Amy Morton's going to go in with him and he says, but none of the other cub moms are going to be there. Oh my God, so good. <laughs> but... It's so just a good. super sweet moment between kid and his mom. Yes. And really um, sweet. It is. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I just kept thinking like, okay, if this was like me and it was like in a theater world or like me in a gymnastics world when I was 12, like I, I mean, I would be losing my fucking mind. Like it actually would be the coolest thing ever. Also so cool for this actor to get to, I mean, film at Wrigley. Like that's really fucking cool. All I think of that, them. Yes, I mean, it's, all a, of it's them. a dream. Yeah. It's a dream. Yeah, for sure. And um, I love in one of my favorite moments in the movie, he gets to the locker room and then he just announces himself like in pure because he's like, <laughs> he doesn't know he's 12, you know, like he doesn't know. And that his he voice should. cracks when he does yes. it. Yeah, it's so great. Um, and he asks uh, uh, Stedman for an autograph um, and or, or Chet for an autograph um, and he doesn't get one, which is momentarily Ask heartbreaking. Ask him to sign at Rocket. Yes. Which, no. You know. He's, that's hitting a nerve, literally, because, you know, his shoulder is messed up. He's not his old self. Yeah, he's struggling. Yeah, he's struggling. He's struggling. Yes. And this, we finally get to meet Daniel Stern, um, whose name is Brickma. That's a name. That was a name. Brickma. That, that was a name that someone wrote and someone was paid to come up with. And it's my Oh, favorite. my gosh. It's my Incredible. favorite. It's so good. Um I also love that he just is chewing tobacco the entire time. It falls out of his mouth like it constantly. No, I think he's like, I think it's sunflower seeds. Oh, OK, good. Because I was like, because that- he, he always eats his lucky seeds. That's right. OK, good. I'm glad because I was and like, I think it, when he's choking on this, I think when he's choking, he's choking on the seeds, well, which is a, an incredible that- bit. That is a great bet, and that's a lot less disgusting than choking on tobacco. So I feel yeah. much better about that. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he I love when Henry puts on his uniform and his hat and his hat is too big and like nothing fits like perfectly. Well, first off though, he's gonna put in his uniform, but then he sees that everyone else has a much bigger penis than him. <laughs> yeah, oh yes. Oh, I'm so <laughs> Which sorry. Is a very bold moment in this movie. That's yes, my husband was like oh my god did he like close-ups on bulges (laughs) bulges is something we get in rookie of the year we get a 12 year old kid staring at multiple bulges before getting dressed in his locker this is one of the moments where i'm like oh i kind of get the reviews um, yeah, because yeah. that is very yeah. strange. That is strange. But it's a great bit because he's, it is a you know, bit. it's yeah. not wrong. No, it's not wrong. I'm sure. Like, what? Of course. I'm, you know, yeah. just thinking from my brain. I'm like, what? Stare at the bulges. And like, as a 12 year old, I'm sure, you know, a guy would think the same thing. Um, yeah. 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 And so, yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. I'm Still, so I was very surprised no. to see a. a, a 30 second bulge moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the I'm, middle thank of this you. movie. <laughs> thank you. For- 
<laughs> thank you. I did not want to leave that out. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it to light. Um, and the game, the game is sold out. Um, and I love that Henry's in the dugout. Sold out despite thousands of empty seats. <laughs> right. We love that. We love if that. You, if you pause it, you can see thousands of empty seats that's amazing that's amazing yeah um and he's like he's matt talking everyone again from the dugout just like he did his team um and uh and then fish tells uh sal to send henry into the game um and oh my god like I mean, the fucking pressure, like he is, everyone is chanting, uh, we want Henry. Like it is. All right. Want to know a fun fact about that? Yes, I do. They filmed the, we want Henry moment Uh in between a Cubs Cardinals double header. And they, it took a really long time because the Cardinals fans kept yelling. We want Ozzy which refers to Ozzy Smith, the superstar Cardinals shortstop of the time. Uh-huh. And they had to keep reshooting and getting the Cardinals fans to say Henry instead. Wow. Oh my god. Those Cardinals fans, they're not I mean, they're not Cubs fans bad, but they can be a little annoying. Oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Um that's yeah. great. I love that. Um yeah, and every So I mean, Henry comes in. Yeah, Henry we comes get to in. See him pitch. Yes, and it's a fucking nightmare. It is a stress stream. It is so fucking awful. Like, I mean, okay. Well, first off, ugh. let me just let me just analyze a little baseball here. Go for it. Henry comes into this game. Mm-hmm. His first batter is a guy named Hedo, which I always thought the guy's name was Potato, and I was really disappointed to watch it with the subtitles on this time because his uh-huh. name is. Hedo, uh-huh. you got a 12 year old who you don't know if he can pitch and you bring him in against the most feared hitter in baseball. Yeah. I, I had a lot of questions about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. then Hedo crushes it out of the park because why wouldn't he? Right. And then right. taunts Henry. <laughs> oh my God. By going, this one's for mommy. Mommy. He's such a dick. And he goes, I was like, yes. I've never seen a good, a good crying mocking uh, yes. like that. And Bryce actually turned to me and she goes, would that happen? What would happen? Would he get fined if he did that? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, he would get his ass beat right then and there. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that'd be a fight. All of those players would have jumped him. All they need is one reason to beat up Potato. I'm going to keep calling him Potato because it's a way better name. <laughs> That's a way better um, name. He, yeah. he looks kind of like a potato. He does. Um, he does. That taunting, that boo-hoo, it's just incredible. Oh, it's so good. It's so – oh, my God. You know God. what else it's, I heard about what? Potato? What? Um, I have been told by multiple sources that he is one of the owners of that Trader Todd's Tiki Karaoke Bar on Sheffield in Chicago. Shut the fuck up. He's not Todd. His name's Tom in real life. But uh, I've been told that that is like his his main investment. Wow. Well, that might not be true, but I'm going to think it's true. That is. Yeah, that'd be a weird lie. I'm going to invest in that in my headspace. Like, I want that to be true. Um, And yeah, he oh, he's just being such a dick. And like, you know, obviously, like 
um, he's not having a good game. Like, Henry's not pitching a good game. And so the manager, Sal, tells uh, Chet that he's like, no, you got to, like, teach him. Like, and we get, like, from now on kind of get this, like, great karate kid, like, you know, Yoda. I I mean, just, I love this. In any of these movies from the 90s, oh, I'm so invested. Um, And and Henry This is another disappointing moment for me, though, because uh Chet comes up to the mound. He tells Henry, and this is why it's disappointing. I always thought he was saying, you have to use the hat to... And in my uh-huh. head, I always pictured it as like H-A-T-T-U. And it's uh-huh. the thing where you take your hat off, wipe your brow, put it back on, and it's game time. That's what I always thought it was. So when I was pitching as mm-hmm. a kid and struggling, <laughs> I would take my hat off, wipe my brow, <gasps> oh, and put it back on. No, thinking I was well. I was doing the hat to. But it turns out it's the have to. It's H-A-V-E. Space T-O, which I was very disappointed when I watched with the subtitles. And I was like, oh, I don't even get this joke anymore because I thought it was just all about that thing pitchers do with their hats. But it wasn't. Well, yeah. Also, also the absurdity of a player making the mound visit. Oh, yes. Is that insane? Never have I seen Would never? Never have I seen Okay. Ever. Yeah. Would a manager go... You go talk to him. <laughs> it's like Sarah Martinella be fired that night. Oh my God. That's wild. Yeah, okay. I never crazy. thought about that. Um, but the hat too works. And yeah, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. hit into a double play while Henry mm-hmm. has his, his glove over his face. Oh my it God. It is the so worst great. looking double play in the history of baseball. Yeah. It's and the rough. owner responds by saying, what a sweet little double play that was. These guys cannot throw. They cannot catch. They cannot run. I think the the casting for these players was just, are you a person? Yeah, because I think so. Because they don't have lines, really, Mm-mm. other than like, set it down, set it down, set it down, now song. Right. Um, <laughs> And then they play baseball, and they are just unbelievably bad. I mean, these throws, Henry, I will say Thomas Ian Nicholas is one of the best throwers in the game. I know that, like, the speed of his throws are fake, but at least his mechanics are right. Yeah, Whereas these guys are just, oh, my gosh, they are. I wouldn't pick those kids for Sandlot Ball. I wouldn't pick those guys for Sandlot Ball. Even if I was a kid and they were adults, I wouldn't pick those guys. They're terrible. Wow. You heard it here. And the second baseman. That's the T. Second baseman might be 60 years old. Yeah, I question that. I was like, when they cut to him, I'm like, wait, is he the grandpa of the other guy? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right, right. Who the fuck is that? Um, yeah. Yeah, and the next day, Henry's at school, and everybody wants a piece of him, including Becky But no, Breaker. they don't, though. That's like, what's crazy. It's like no one does. He plays for the fucking Chicago Cubs, and no one at school cares except well, sort of Becky Franker. Okay, yes. I feel like they they should make a bigger deal. I mean, in terms of, like, not being horribly mean to him, like, it's an improvement. But, I do. I mean, sure, you're correct. You're correct. But, like, he would instantly go to being the coolest kid in school. He's making, at minimum in 1993, he's making $109,000 for this season. 
Wow. And he's probably making a lot more than that. Plus his endorsements. Like he would be to ever go to that school. And no one cares except sort of Becky Fraker. Sure, 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 sure. Which was, was the goal, so that's fine. I mean, yeah, I think I was blinded by my excitement of Becky Fraker's somewhat excitement, you know? Uh, which yeah, yeah. Out. Um, and, um, can, we, can, we, can we go back one second, though, yes, to talk about course. Daniel Stern's hot ice speech? Yes, yes. Do you remember this? Yes. Where I, he's telling I, him that, some, some pitchers believe in heat. Some pe- pitchers believe in ice for recovery. Mm-hmm. Well, I heat up the ice cubes. Yes. That's the best of both worlds. Oh, um, my God. Oh hot my ice God. is just like, I think about hot ice all the time. Whenever <laughs> I'm using ice, which is every day, and whenever <laughs> it's hot outside, I think about hot ice. Wow. 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 So, yeah. That I mean, line every just day. stuck with me. I mean, it's, oh, he's great. He's so great. I I Um, love him so much. Oh yeah, me too. And now we are at, we are at another game and Henry is going in um, and he accidentally hits one of the other players with the ball. Um, Right. That's that's right before the the double play. That's right. That's right before the double play. Um, That's right. Yeah, I jumped a little bit. No, 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 no. I'm, I no. it's so exciting. Um, And uh, oh yes, after Afterwards, um, oh, oh, this was one of my favorite parts too. Um, is that when he goes back into the the locker room? Um, the locker room? Yeah, they're called that. I always yeah. second guess myself because I almost always uh, say well, dressing in room. In baseball, they'll call it the clubhouse. The clubhouse. Okay. See, I always want to call yes. it the dressing room, which is just the most theatery shit. And I, I um, the, it is know. a room, and people get dressed in it. Thank so you're you. Not wrong. Thanks. Well, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah. So, and when he, meanwhile, um, Jack. Uh, and fish get the deal for Pepsi. Um, and when he goes back to (laughs) like casually, I love how fucking casual and easy it is. Like he's Shakira, you know, it's like, and there's your Pepsi. Um, and, um, he goes back into the the clubhouse, and Chet has signed his baseball, which I love. Um, and and the boys, it's that, super cute, but also that was clearly signed by like a young intern because oh, sure. that looks like no autograph I've ever seen before, <laughs> and it is so cursive and perfect. Oh sure, and like I just it got looks so like the child's. It cursive practice book from my like right, grade right, right, school. Right. Yeah. But I anyway, so very nice gesture. It's a nice gesture. Very nice well, gesture. <laughs> it's yes, nice. it is. Chet, um, <laughs> Chet's coming around. He is. Um, and I love this moment um, when uh, when Henry gets to go out onto the field um, and his mom is there and his friends are there and they just get to like yeah. go be 12-year-olds and run around in the middle of Wrigley at night, and then we get this like amazing meet cute between Chet and Henry's mom. Oh, and boy, does Amy get it! She gets it. Oh my god, her mm-hmm. like verklempt, um woman talking to handsome man she can't resist face. Oh my god, is like it's everything. It is on. It is on. on. You see, you can see Steppenwolf Theater. 
working its magic. Yes, yes. She's so fucking good. Um, and Meat Cute is incredible. Oh, it's my fave. I was like, yes, Gary Busey, Amy Morton. I'm so here for all of this. Um, and the next day we are at uh, O'Hare and um, Amy Morton, his mom, does the like tossing the sunscreen bit um, in O'Hare, which we love. Um, and, yeah. and Brickma is... <laughs> is still there teaching him <laughs> teaching him all of the things like uh, when everything they're, everything they're flying in first class like he's teaching him all the things um and chet is there he gets to chat with chet on the plane like about steak yeah. like cool adult male oh, things we, we have to talk about this this food order oh my god where i believe i believe henry got chicken fingers correct and chet got quote Sal's- unquote one of the best Salisbury steaks I've ever had in my life. Correct, correct, correct. And we're, and we're talking about mid '90s United Airlines. Not even American, not British Airways. Like, like that not food United would Emirates. have been barely digestible. Yeah, it would have looked like it, it would have looked like meat that had come out of a can. You know, yes. Um, yes. It, it would have been just purely disgusting. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. But anyway, anyway. Yes. Um, but um, and he gets to the hotel and he gets his own room. Like this shit would have been so fucking cool. Um, and yeah. and Brickma gets stuck between the doors that connect the rooms together, which is maybe one of, I think, the most creative physical bits um, ever. Uh, love it. Oh, love it. Love it's it. brilliant. It really is. And um, we're now. It'll help. It'll help. (laughs) So good. It's so so good. good. Um, He's a national treasure, Daniel Stern. He really is. And we cut to the road game and Henry, they, then they're going to put Henry into bat. And like, okay, um, my, my husband was like, uh, can you ask Will if like that, or no, no, no. I think it's later when Potato ends up having to bat. That's what it is. I have a question for you about that. But I also was like, <laughs> okay, but I, I, yeah, Jeff was like, ask Will, just write it down. And I was like, shut up. Um, but um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I love him. Um, but I did. I was curious of like, do I mean, clear, I'm so sorry. I'm so ignorant when it comes to baseball. But like, does everyone yeah. have to bat? Can't you just not bat? Do you have to yeah, bat? Yeah, so. When you're in the National League, the pitcher does bat. Okay, okay, okay. But normally, and I would assume with the 12-year-old kid, you would have him pitch and then take him out before he has to bat. Oh, sure, But being that he's actually pitching pretty well that day, they Uh want to leave him in. Right. So they send him up to bat. But that's why everyone is shocked that he's going up to bat. Oh, because usually, it. usually a relief pitcher never bats okay, because you okay. put them in strategically so that they don't have to bat. Great. Um, okay. But okay. sometimes it does happen where you have a guy comes in, pitches great. You, I mean, you got to leave them in. Yeah. And okay. sometimes that means wow. they're going to bat. And it's going to go about as well as it did for Henry. 
Actually, I mean, it usually goes a lot worse. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was, I was like, this would be me. Like, not even being, like, in the box. Like, he's not near the plate. Yeah. He, like, ducks out of the way. I mean, I would do the same thing. And I love this fucking montage. These cut, like, these cut takes of everyone going, oh, my God. 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 Yeah. I think that is so, it's just, like, so 90s to me. I love it. Like, in, like, films of that era is, like, comedies and <laughs> In the early 90s. I just think it's so oh, fucking yeah. funny. Um, it's and, perfect. It's perfect. But he gets, he does get four balls and then he can go to first. Um, Despite and, how he swings at one of them, which is right. so great. Right, 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 right. Um, and, and so he, that pitcher, that pitcher mm-hmm. is the, is an act, was an actual pitcher for the Cubs in 1984. Wow. He is clearly much too old to be pitching now. Right, um, right. Mm-hmm. And is super out of shape. But that is why he actually looks pretty good throwing. I think he slows everything down a whole lot because he's, you know, throwing it at a little kid. But right, right. Um, yeah, so that that dude is a he's a he's a real pitcher. Wow. And he that's was the cool. baseball consultant on the film. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's the game where they act like they're in L.A., but they're actually at Comiskey. Right, 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 right. Okay, I was going to ask you. Okay, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, and I love that Henry just starts, like, talking shit to the pitcher. He's messing with the first the, – uh, would he be called the first baseman? Is he the first baseman, the person who guards yeah. first? Do they guard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Okay. All of that um, link goes right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm like the I'm first like, baseman guards first base. <laughs> Definitely what? Yeah, that that's right. That's right. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Um, but yeah, um, and then we get like I feel like something I heard my brother say all the time, which was pitchers got a big butt um, over and over and over yep, again. Which then, which I've definitely said in games as a little kid. Shut but up. then Tregoraw, Tre- this pitcher. He actually yes. checks out his own butt before he does. He does. He says, Which "Wait a I minute." Love. Yeah, we love that. I love that moment um, where Henry, he's like, "Wait, it's not that big." Right, right. And Henry gets to steal second, and then they both get to home, and they both are safe because uh, miracles happen. I know. <laughs> yeah, and so this is something Bryce was like, "You, you maybe should explain that sequence." Yeah, and why mm-hmm. Suarez doesn't pass Henry, even though he's oh. a lot faster. Oh, yes. I would if, love to know that. If he passes Henry at any point, Henry's out. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. It okay. rarely happens in baseball, especially in Major League Baseball. It did actually happen once last year at a White Sox game I was at. Oh, my um, God. Wow. But, yeah, okay. so that's why Suarez is like, andale, andale, andale. And oh, got Henry it, got it, got has it, got it. to touch home plate before First. Suarez. Okay. Okay. Does. Cool. So they did that's actually do cool. that accurately. Yeah. yeah. That's that's super cool. I had no idea. Um, yeah. I, I thought he was being polite, you know. Um, and um, but I love no, that. No, it's legit. That is legit. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, 
And I, I love that then we get this montage of like everything that's great. It's like everything is great. Henry is crushing it, signs the Pepsi oh, yeah. deal, gets back to the airport, and Chet helps uh, Henry and his mom um, get to the limo through all the paparazzi. Well, hold on. First, though, I have oh, to talk about the please. strikeout sequence with the actual major league stars. Oh, sure. You should do that because, of course, I didn't notice because, of course, I wouldn't notice. Right. So please, please, please which is, go for which it. Which is totally fair, but this is like a sequence I have admired my whole life. So we're getting our montage of Henry being amazing. Uh-huh. And he strikes out Bobby Bonilla, who is uh-huh. one of the great MLB players of the time. Uh-huh. He then strikes out another guy who I was not as familiar with as a kid. And then he strikes out pre-steroid Barry Bonds. Wow, okay, Who yes. then is the uh-huh. one who turns to the camera and does that like whistle while shaking his head no. Uh And it is the coolest. (laughs) I love how Barry Bonds does that. It made me want to watch more more movies with Barry Bonds, which don't exist. Uh And now he's like hated because of the steroid thing. And I guess he's a jerk too. But I, as a kid, that moment of Bonds striking out, turning around, he's got his, he's got his earring dangling that yes. was who I wanted to be. I wanted to be Bonds. Wow. Even though he strikes out, he made striking out look cool. And I struck out a lot and I did not look cool. <laughs> so I wanted to be him. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, he was the only one who I knew. Like, I was like, oh, I know yeah, who that I mean, person that, is. And that is like one of the greatest players to ever live, regardless right. of the steroids. Right, right, So it's yes. pretty amazing that they got him in this movie. Yeah, it is. Out. Yes. He's a good um, sport. He's a good sport. Yeah, right. <laughs> For sure. Um, and, oh, yeah, once they are in, they're in the limo, um, Chet and Henry and his mom. And Henry is, like, he is, like, setting the scene for them. He is, like, giving them club oh, soda yeah. and ice. He is, like, putting on um, some, like, putting on some Tony Bennett. Like, he he is really trying to make this happen. And who the fuck would well, be kidding? What, what Bryce says is one of the, the most famous line, potentially, from this movie, which I— do disagree with Jessica's funky butt loving is iconic. <laughs> Classic. Um, but iconic. but she says uh, the uh, when when he's making drinks for them and uh-huh. she says, "Where'd you learn to do this?" and he says, "The road, babe." Which of course yes. he would never say to his mom, but okay. And right, right. then he goes club soda, and she goes club soda, babe. Yeah, that's um, one of my faves. Yeah, and it's just a delightful Amy Morton delivery of making something great out of nothing. Yes, exactly. Um, and yet, and and then we're at at this point, we're at like it seems like a team, like a a team party, or, and or like a high school dance. <laughs> this like, event is oh so weird. Oh my god, it's so weird. Starts with the owner. Yeah, sort of grinding with a much younger woman who then like starts to sort of go down on him yes. in the dance. Yes, and I he am. opens his eyes and she's not there, and he goes, yep. "Where'd she go?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that um, that sets the scene for this like high school party dance situation. Um, and and then, but Amy Morton and Chet are dancing, and it is like. It is some sexy time. It is legit. It is, it is legit. legit. When and when she says like 
you just need to let go a little and he Ooh. pulls her closer Ooh. Ooh. in like yes. not a creepy way and no. in like a really like yes. like a, an appropriate way yes oh yes. man and most importantly jack bradfield sitting at the bar yes. sipping his whiskey yes. giving the most disgusted look <laughs> like that look yes is yes. just it's, oh, it's like gold. daniel stern went up to him and was like don't hide anything yeah <gasps> right right like yeah it's a snarl yeah. it is a full snarl um and yeah and henry is with brickma and they're playing they're playing games he's just <laughs> he continues to teach him things you know about pinball awesome moment awesome moment where you think they're hitting on the women and it turns out he just wants to play pinball yes, and like everything so brickma saying this this is actually really clever writing Everything Brickma is saying leading up to that moment mm-hmm. in that scene is mm-hmm. all stuff that could apply to baseball and being in the majors. But yes. then you realize, oh my God, he's it's all literal and he's talking about pinball. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Went, I love that. So it's like a full buildup. And then that excuse me, ladies. And he, oh, it's he, so they think good. he's like gonna ask him out, and then he goes, Excuse us. And yeah. they play pinball and he doesn't even let Henry play. Oh, yep. Amazing. So good. That to me is like classic Daniel Stern. Like just like the setup yeah, and the delivery absolutely. of that joke are so solid. Um, and and Fish and Fish and Jack are now discussing the Yankees buying Henry. Um, and like Fish is all in buying on this. him. I know, I know. Which of I, course I, is not really a thing. Like okay. Technically, yeah. they'd have to trade him. Right. Okay. But I'm also mm-hmm. sure they only signed him to a one-year deal because who's going to gamble multi-year on a 12-year-old? Sure, sure. And so they would not own the rights to Henry after this season anyway. Oh, but interesting. they make it pretty clear that they're not going to do this deal until after the World Series, which is why Jack wants uh, Stedman gone. Because mm-hmm. Henry is going to be playing throughout till the World right. Series, theoretically. Right, 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 right. Um, so this deal, the Cubs have no leverage. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about a kid who takes your team from the basement of Major League Baseball and brings them up to first place, and you're going to sell him for only $25 million? Which, yeah. as I said before, you can't really do anyway. But mm-hmm. the amount of money you are making off of Henry Rowan Gardner leading to a World Series victory, which they do allude to at the end with the ring. Right, um, right. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a player who's going to bring in maybe half a billion dollars to this franchise over Holy time. Holy shit. And, and they want to yeah. sell him for $25 million to the richest team in the world doesn't make sense yeah 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 yeah. and also like i mean it makes sense that the yankees want it right sure sure but they would get so much more for him doesn't Mm -hmm. makes no sense right and like yeah i mean it's yeah it's super fucked up and and jack or fish is like listen all you have to do is get his mom's signature um and so yeah like you said he agrees he's like well only if like stedman is fired um and 
Uh, and then we cut back and forth between a couple of scenes. We see Henry's friends working on their boat. They're waiting for Henry. Meanwhile, Henry is at this Pepsi shoot, um, and yeah. <laughs> which looks fucking oh. wild. Oh, it's rough. He has women dancing all over him. Like it is a. It's it's not a good look. You know, it's not it's amazing not a good look. moment though when the director says, "Can you be sexy?" and Henry's oh. response is. How much longer is this going to take? So good. <laughs> oh, which I just love. I love that response. That is yes. such how a 12-year-old would respond to that. Exactly. Comment. Exactly. Um, and Yeah, it's great. And then uh, Jack lies and gets Amy uh, to sign, Amy Morton, to sign this contract. He just says it's his yeah. contract. I'm also like, bitch, you better read a contract. You must read yeah, a contract. Uh, I, don't, I don't buy that for a second. No, me horrible. neither. Yeah. I, I don't think... I don't think Mary Rowan Gardner's not reading the fine print with her son. She loves her son. Yes, 100%. Um, and so then yeah. he, uh, Henry shows up late to his friends they're wor- when they're working on the boat, and they start fighting. It's not a good situation. Okay, it's well, tense. first off, George, George starts fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah, As yeah, yeah, if yeah. George sure. is just now discovering that his friend is world news. Right, like, right. We are months into this now. Right. And George is all of a sudden mad about this. I'm like, I'm like, bitch, Henry gets you front row seats to every <laughs> single game or owner's box. You don't even have to pay for your hot dogs, which we will have to talk about in a little oh, bit. Sure. The price oh, of the sure. hot dogs. Oh, yes. Just, just incredible. Absolutely. But this whole brawl, and, and once again, Clark being logical, saying, you guys are friends. What are you doing? Right. George Love was like Clark. so mad. It, it doesn't make sense. It was clearly like we need conflict here. Yes, let's um, add some conflict. Something's got to go down between the friends. Well, let's right. have George be mad that he misses a boat session. Right. It, it doesn't. Boat make, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it doesn't. Um, and meanwhile, um, then we cut to uh, fish is um is terminating chet's contract at the end of the season or like he'll finish right. so he'll finish out the rest of the season and then he's releasing him um and um and yeah and then chet is giving henry a ride home and he's obviously pissed and he's like don't take this game too seriously and i'm like yeah true you know like you know he's like one day you'll have it and the next day you won't and i was like fuck that hits home as an adult um but yeah i mean it was deep but it was also real it was true yeah, just absolutely. got totally screwed yes and franchises do this to players all the time it's a very real moment yeah oh that made me really that Busey sells really well he does. he does a really nice job in that scene gary Busey is excellent in this he's movie excellent. he really is I, he's like one of my favorite parts he's so fucking good um he doesn't we, look amazing in the uniform like no. he wears his uniform a little funky but mm-hmm. he <laughs> he, he's just lovely in this movie and somehow they have great chemistry I, I would love oh my god i might like try to try to email amy after this or something and try to find out if that was like a fun experience to work on but i don't want her to just say okay again and not sure <laughs> Yes. Um, because um, I got to know what that was like. Oh, we must. Yes. Um, and when Henry gets home, Jack 
it like immediately goes in on him because Henry doesn't want to go to this photo shoot. He is like yelling. He's fucking screaming at him. He is in his face. He is shaking him. Um, meanwhile, this is like a full 1890s, like, like a, I, I feel like a, a West End in London, like, Lord or Dame performance. Like, he is fucking going in. He is so Shakespearean. Oh, yeah. It is so outrageous. And Mary overhears him, um, and, and Jack tells her about selling him to the fucking Yankees and in maybe the best moment of my entire life getting to see Amy Morton punch someone so fucking hard he goes right out the front door like what and down the stairs and then starts crying in like a comedic way yes 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 but first off we have to talk about the line that leads to the punch which is when she says he's my son and then Jack throws his arm up in the air while yelling, he's my client. Yes. And then she says, like, you're nuts and punches him in the face. Yes. And yes. it's incredible. And that sequence, when she closes the door and mm-hmm. Henry is going like, all right, mom. And she is like feeling the release. Yes. Which clearly Daniel Stern was like, Go for it because it yeah. looks like their lines are improvised, but yeah. they're so good together. They're so and good together. It leads them to this moment about the dad, yeah. which is just so beautiful and moving. And mm-hmm. like Henry talking about like, oh, grandma told me about dad when I was little, but I wanted to protect you. Right, right. And it's, it's just, they have such a lovely sort of beautiful ahead of its time, really, relationship. They really um, do. Yeah. And in this movie. I, yeah, I love this scene. And then I, I, I love that he then, you know, gets to be a kid. Like, he goes to the boat. Um, uh, and conflict he, resolved. Conflict, conflict resolved. totally resolved. Totally resolved. The Despite boat. no progress. Exactly. Conflict totally resolved. Right. And and meanwhile, like, the boat is smoking the entire fucking time. Um, and Which Clark and Edith have to sit in. Once right. again, Edith getting the oh, short straw. Bless Edith. Yes. And, like, he just, it's, like, just this fun with my friends montage on a random pond. I love the, like, fake-ass beach they're on, which is really just, like, dirt. Oh, God. Um, the crowded pond beach ew, is just disgusting. It is. And then, like. It's um, like Indiana. Sorry, Indiana. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. It is. And like, they're yes. all in the boat and it's to this bop that's like, get up, let her get and get a good girl. Get up. I love it. I love that yeah. song so much. Um, it's awesome. It's so good. Meanwhile, Mary, uh, Mary and Henry then uh, are talking to Mr. Carson um, and he tells him that he's not going to come back um, uh, and then tells him that Fish wanted to sell him to the Yankees and Carson is pissed. We love it. We love Carson, it. Carson also is just, he's the best owner in the history of pro sports because Henry says, I want to be a kid. And Carson says, I essentially, I think that's a great idea. Right. He is. Like, thanks, um, thanks him for his, his work and stuff uh-huh. like that. That is so far from what the Ricketts are like. It's not even comparable. Oh, I bet. I bet. Like the Ricketts are essentially just evil, racist Trump people and yeah. mm-hmm. Carson is like the most loving, caring the owner 
I love him. And then Mr. Fish, his his nephew, mm-hmm. when he confronts him, starts whimpering like a yes. dog. It's so bizarre. And he ends up selling hot it's dogs. It's so bizarre. Like, yeah, Between ends- the, the moment of Jack, like, fake crying at the bottom right. of the stairs in front of the right. house and Mr. Fish whimpering, I was I like, where did this movie go? Like, this is a weird turn. Yeah, we went on a couple of weird turns, I find. Um, and So then Carson says, we're going right. to watch you from down there, which is awesome. Right. So they go yes. down there to get these. This is what I want to talk about with the hot dogs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's it's Carson, it's George, it's Clark, it's Mary. They're the mm-hmm. ones sitting together. Uh-huh. Carson gets everyone a hot dog. He's the owner. And he hands the guy money for the four hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes... Mac, what what are you kidding me? You're eleven bucks short. And he goes, the hot dogs are three dollars. He goes, three dollars for a hot dog, which implies the total bill was twelve dollars. Yeah, yeah. The guy says you are eleven dollars short, which means Mister Carson tried to pay one dollar for four hot dogs mr carson come on he's so out of touch with what he's charging that is his wow. ricketts moment right there that is, that is ricketts his moment. ricketts moment yeah that's full-on ricketts for sure the only difference is the ricketts would have fired that employee and blamed it on him and then uh-huh. donated to a mitch mcconnell super pack 100 percent. that's it that's it that is the that is the truth um so now we're at yes. this big game right yeah, we're at we're the big at, one the final the big game. game yes mm-hmm. which and is so, not even playoffs it's not even playoffs no it's we just still to win the division there. right and we still so. somehow have not made it um and sal tells chet that he is starting um a, and then like my favorite is that this is all underscored to this like harmonica slide bop it's like (laughs) i'm obsessed i'm fucking obsessed yeah (laughs) bryce was talking about that music last night oh it's so good it's so good and brickman in one of my or brickman one of my other favorite uh comedic moments locks himself in this like locker cage in the clubhouse and is there for the rest of the game and they keep cutting back to him and he's just going and like shaking it and i'm like what the fuck Let's And I'm like, yeah. why are you yelling? No one is here. Like, what the fuck is happening? Because Brickma's a good dude and he cares. You're and right. he can probably he hear the game. Oh, okay. Fair. Thanks, Will. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know what's They up. usually have TVs in those clubhouses. Oh, you're so right. Okay. Okay. I feel All like right. I feel like Brickma is probably knowing what's happening in the game. Yes, right. Correct. Um, and yeah, everyone's like, great. We're gonna we're gonna take to the field. Chet is, I mean, he's he's like he's doing doing good. Like he's doing really well. And Mary is he's so fucking amazing. into it. Yeah, Mary is so fucking into it. Um, she is in he's it. He's having to an win incredible it. game. Yes, and like uh, the rocket is back. Yes, and then but then with one of his pitches, he gets that twinge, and we get the electric guitar, and he's like. And like his shoulder oh my freaks God. out. The, the guitar, the guitar during this sequence where he runs to home plate. Uh, oh my God! It's fire! Wow. It's fire! It it's is fire! Just, it's fire! It's incredible. And like looking at the third baseman, this Tim Hopper looking guy. Yes. And 
third, or the guy on third, not the third baseman, yeah, and how they're right. like looking at each other and then looking at the plate, and it's like, yes. who's going to race to get there? Right. Well, here's the thing. That runner is 90 feet away. Chet Stedman is less than 60 feet away. Mm-hmm. That is a big difference in which that runner would have no chance of making it yeah yeah you would Mm -hmm. never do that even if he can't throw it's like no he's got to run 30 less feet than you so he's gonna beat you there right Um, right right but anyway but yes makes the play yeah but people start booing him the the cubs fans turn on him yeah so fast which is such a cubs fan thing because of the worst yes and And i literally mm -hmm. in my notes it just says all Cubs fans suck. Yes, because I was true. like, even fake nineteen ninety three Cubs fans suck. It's true. And not all Cubs fans suck. They don't all suck. Right. Um, I told Kate Kate Fry's Chicago actor about this podcast, and she is a Cubs fan. And she's one of the best people on earth. That's very true. Um, she's wonderful. So not so all is, Cubs fans. So is suck. Kira Fromm. A, Kira Fromm is a dream come true on this planet. Also a great person. Right. Right. Even even. Even I've accepted Ray Gray, who is like, yes, who our- I love as a mm-hmm. person, and I hate her Cubs fandom so much. But Ray right. is so cool and so she nice. So that cool. I'm like, all right, we love her. All right. Yes. So, and, and I will also say, Ray, <laughs> who's been on this podcast, I think, or will yeah. be, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. also really loves the game of baseball and that's a big difference that is a big difference i agree and like so does yeah, kate. They, kate loves yes the- yeah yeah so does kira yeah you guys are great we love you um yeah, yeah you they, guys are great they so they turn like and he asks sal he's like for one more one more and i'm so obsessed with that moment we love gary Busey. Yeah. um but he pitches and the ba- <laughs> the bat fucking breaks and like yeah, and yeah like yeah no one knows what to do the trans-siberian orchestra is like underscoring it like you know full it's blast full blast i it's so good. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's like no guitar shredding anywhere else in this movie. Right. No, so like, it's so all fucking sudden, random. The movie is being dictated by like whammy bar right, guitar what the fuck? shreds. It's, it's wild. It, we have gone in a very different direction than I was expecting. Like, yeah. and, but the only, he, he makes the play because he runs it to fucking home. Like what? Right. Yeah. It's great. Easy. 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 Cash. Ease. Um, But yeah, and then Henry, so then Henry, because now Chet is done. Like, that was his one more. He's done. So Henry, he's up. He goes. He fucking smashes it um, and goes in. Well, okay, so here's a weird thing. So Sal Martinella says to Chet, you gave me six great innings, baby. Mm -hmm. So then Henry comes in to pitch in the top of the seventh. Mm-hmm. He's he's also theoretically going to pitch the top of the eighth. They show a montage where he strikes out nine guys during those two innings. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not possible. <laughs> you can only strike out six guys in that amount of time. Sure. And sure, they sure, show sure, him sure. just mowing down the entire lineup, yet somehow not facing Potato. Right. Right. This was this was my husband's question. Was like. Is that feasible? Is that actually a thing? No, okay. no, not at all. He would have. He they show him pitch against so many people. He would have faced Potato. The other side of it is Potato's not playing 
for some reason in the most important game of the year. Right. The most feared hitter in all of baseball. And they bring him in to pitch hit in the ninth, which does not make sense. Right. Right. And so, and, and then Henry, um, yeah, like we said, um, like, thank you for explaining the inning stuff. Cause I don't understand. Um, but he, yeah. he goes, he slips on a fucking ball and then yeah. what does he do? He falls, but now is fine, but he's lost his arm. He's lost the gift. The gift is gone. Lost it. Lost it. And this is so stressful. Um, it's so stressful for me. And and then he starts he starts just like throwing balls. Um, and then he I love that he calls a meeting. He's like, come on in, guys. Come on in. Like he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, come on, let's have a meeting. Um, and then hatches this fucking plan since his arm is gone. And it honestly is like to me, I thought was brilliant. I was like, cause I would have been like ow, you know, I'm dead. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you, you have to be taken out of the game at that point. But right. he doesn't. He comes up with this trick plan. Right. Which first involves intentionally walking a guy and right. then using the hidden ball trick. I loved that. So I loved that. The hidden mm-hmm. ball trick is a legal play. <gasps> oh. um, however, however, their, their uh, version of it is completely illegal. Oh, because sure, sure. A, a mound visit is considered a timeout in Major League Baseball. And mm-hmm. time is not back in until the pitcher is standing on the rubber of the pitcher's mound holding the ball. Okay. okay well, okay. Henry is obviously not holding the ball. He's holding the rosin bag. Right. And Stan right. Oakey, another great name, Stan mm-hmm. Oakey at first so base good. has the ball. Mm-hmm. And they get him out. Well, that is super illegal. Um, would never have happened. And actually, at lower levels, and maybe in Major League Baseball, you're not even allowed to stand on the rubber without the ball if you're the pitcher. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. he is up there with the rosin bag. It's a great bit, but super illegal. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, it didn't seem uh, – that didn't seem real to me. Um, and oh, a, it is a real trick, and I have used, utilized it in high school that, baseball. That's really cool. That's so cool. I've gotten a couple of guys out on it because, you know, acting. I would just, like, you know, bend over and I'd take off my glove, which I think has the ball in it, and I would mm-hmm. bend over and be tying my shoe, mm-hmm. and then they'd take a step off base and they'd tag them out. That's fucking awesome. I love some trickery. That's brilliant. Um, and yeah, and then yeah. fucking Potato, Potato, um, he steps up um, and and then he he smashes it, but it's a foul. So we're like, great. He, yes. like, throws, he throws a strike and then he hits it and it's and it's a foul. And then he looks to his mom. He looks to Amy Morton, like who the fuck wouldn't, in the stands for some guidance and then looks down at his mitt, sees her name written in it and realizes yeah. she she was the baseball player the whole time, not his dad. She was the pitcher the she whole She was the time. pitcher the whole fucking time. I love it. But and she was she, slow pitch softball, right, which is why right, right. she says 
Float it. Float it. Yes. Yes. Um, and I love it. She's like, just float it. Like, I was like, I'll trust anything you say to me, Amy Morton. Um, and except okay. Um, and um, and the the crowd looks like, I mean, it just it should be noted, the crowd looks like a bag of hot garbage. Like, it is like Cubs yeah. fans at their fucking worst. They're all so fucking gross and drunk looking. Um, and... And then what I love that he floats it and it's a fucking strike. Like he's I mean, and then well, they just it is also we see it from four angles this right, pitch. Right. And and Daniel Stern uses the multi-angle thing a couple times, but this one is like we we watch like a full minute of him throwing this ball. Yeah, it was it was very and long. Then potato is like licking his lips. Potato's so gross. He's uh, the Trump of so Major League Baseball. Yeah, and, yeah, he's so And gross. he's like swings and he misses and strikes out and starts crying and stuff again. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Henry saves the day by floating yes. a pitch. Now, pitchers actually have done this in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a famous style of pitch called an Ephus pitch, which was this pitcher, I think his name was Don Ethis, maybe I can't remember. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But you throw the ball super, super slow because major leaguers are used to fastballs, balls going ninety miles an hour, and it gets them to like swing way too early and fall over. So it's not an unrealistic moment. Oh, okay, that's good to I mean, know. It is. It yeah, definitely I mean, it seems is, insane. But it's not. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. But they win. They win the division, and like it's insanity. You know, everyone's flipping out. Um. Yeah. And and then we we cut to Henry. He's playing baseball with his team, and Chet is the fucking coach. The best. Yeah, which I love. Love we that. Lo- love that. And then you know my fit again. What a fucking weird fever dream of a button but it's just henry flashing his world series when we don't know how they want it world series we ring. don't know how they want it which is so incredible because chet steadman is hurt and henry rowan gardner can't pitch anymore yet right. somehow this team that was incapable of winning games yeah wins the playoffs and the world series all the way they through do. the world series they without do. their two best players Yep, and he flashes that ring and in like a breakfast club like jump in the air moment. That's all she wrote. Like that That's is, all she wrote. That is I the mean, end of this story. Oh my god, what a journey. What I feel like I've I mean truly I've learned so much about baseball. I I'm sorry I put you through my nonsense of knowing nothing. You were so patient. No, I loved it. I loved it. I uh, loved really like breaking down these games. I'm so glad. Well, if you had like if you had a takeaway from the film what would what would it be like um yeah an overarching moral or anything you know like if i would say the overarching moral for me is that everyone should go back and watch all of these old movies (laughs) where you thought the moms were like kind of old and unattractive so you can realize (laughs) that they were all probably super hot great great (laughs) that's my takeaway Great, great. Yeah. Uh, mine is like uh, miracles can happen when your tendons fuse together, period. So. Yes, when your tendons <laughs> seal a little too tight. 
uh, yes, miracles can happen. Then I could be in the Olympics. So I'm going to keep hoping for that. Uh, see you in 2021. Um, but um, I'm so glad you did this. This truly was so much fun. It was so interesting. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. Thank you for taking the time to do this. You're the best. Of course. Go White Sox. Go White Sox. Uh, <laughs> and also go, uh, go fictional 1993 Cubs. Correct. Thank you for joining me for another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. We'll see you real soon.